You're home for Up and Adam in the Morning. It is the Crush 92.5. Adam Montiel in studio. Some new friends meeting Ariette and John from Rambling Spirits. You guys, thanks for being up and Adam in the Morning. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, thanks for having us. And look at this. I mean, first of all, you guys are in the public market, which um, I just went there the other day for some uh the Thai food. There's all kinds of stuff in there. How do you like being in there? Oh, it's great. I mean, honestly, we couldn't have better neighbors. We have some of the greatest food surrounding us all the time, and I think the... uh the Thai food is definitely right up there with about any restaurant you do. I know. I was talking to my fiance, and she was like, we always go to Mai Thai. Mm-hmm. I love Mai Thai. I feel it's like real, you know. And she's like, I feel like we're cheating on Mai Thai. You know, <laughs> but that bot, it's good. I like it. It's oh, good okay. stuff. So let's talk about Rambling Spirits. You guys are not only a distillery, and you guys are canning cocktails, which I think is incredible, but you guys are building a your own structure on those grounds and plan to have like a, a full-on tasting situation, restaurant, the whole thing. You got it, yeah. Our, our space right now in the um, in the public market proper, we have a small kitchen and a full-service bar. So we're serving not just the cocktails that we make from our spirits that are made right on site, but we're able to uh, serve cocktails from spirits that we bring in as well. The space is just a little bit small. Uh, most of our seating is on the patio, so this winter was pretty fantastic for us. You know, it rain does really well for patios, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect patio weather. Yeah. Where are you guys from? What's your story, Ariadne? Uh, tell me, are you guys from around here or what? Well, I'm originally from Mexico City. I just happened to fall for a California boy, and <laughs> very good, lucky him, huh? Very well, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, my dad was born in Mexico City. And then uh, has some like and Mexico City yeah. is this weird melting pot where like I mean if you say you're from Mexico City you could be from all over the world I mean our family is Castilian Spanish right I mean Mexico yeah. City is really a melting pot for a lot of great places in the world definitely like my whole heritage is full of I have Lebanese family I have Spanish I have Italian like oh, that's so cool I'm a little bit of a mutt <laughs> I know right that's what we end up being uh, how um, how did you find California how did you get here well. It was after we got married yeah. that uh, I... <laughs> I went and kidnapped a Mexican. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then where did you grow up? I grew up in San Diego. Okay, so cool. I was in California a good part of my life. You know, I went to school at UC Davis, and then I spent a little over 10 years kind of living all over the country, working in different places, and then found my way back to California about, I guess, 13 years ago uh, to be one of the uh, founding members of Golden Road. That's why I moved back here. So at that time, I was uh, running the brewery for Dogfish Head out in Delaware, and I had some people come contact me and say, hey, how would you feel about moving back to California and starting something in this big city that somehow has very, very few breweries? And I said, hey, you know, if it'll get me back to California, let's give it a shot. That's so cool. So you went to Davis. A lot of people go there for wine. Yeah. What were you going there originally for? <laughs> originally, I was going there because, well, it was there, and it was a beautiful school. And at the time, I was very sad that I didn't get into UC Santa Barbara. And uh, I ended up falling in love with the, the city of Davis, the town, the school, everything. Um, so originally, I was going to school pre-law. I, you know, I have a BA in political science as well, but I ended up falling in with a group of friends that were just phenomenally passionate about making beer and basically just beat me into submission saying like, you love doing this. You're already here. We worked our off so that we could get here just to study this. There's only a few places in the country you can do this. 
don't be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure, let's give it a shot. And uh, so I ended up with a, a BA in poli sci, but my BS is in food science and technology. Super cool. And then, so then where's the transition come from beer to spirits? You still making beer? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. And in fact, at the, the new spot, we'll also have a, a very small brewery just for beer produced on site and sold on site. Um, you know, in general, that's one of the things I really loved about going to school at Davis is they're very foundational in their education. And Charlie Bamforth just, again, beat it into me like, ah, that's cool. I like that you like making beer and we'll teach you everything, but you're not going to get to make beer while you're studying making beer. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because he said, look, you're here to learn about food science technology, about manufacturing, about biochemistry, about all those things. And if we give you a good foundation for that, you should be able to go and learn how to make beer better for the rest of your life. That's so cool. I love that. We got a, a John Carpenter here, also Ariette Armella. They're from Rambling Spirits. Rambling Spirits is the name of the distillery and the project. Uh, the website is drinkramblingspirits.com. We're going to come back with them coming up. It's Up and Adam in the Morning. You're home for Up and Adam in the Morning. It's the Crush 92.5. Hanging out with my friends from Rambling Spirits. We have Ariette. We have John here. They are in the slow public market. And we have canned cocktails, which is awesome. Canned cocktails is this, it's, oh, right? I mean, <laughs> canned cocktails, come on. What do we got next? Well, it's, it's been fun. And what's really fun for us is I've worked off and on for a long time buying this really high quality canning machine that I've only put basically in labs for people. And because our place is so small, we don't have any room. To put a full-size canning machine in there i i started reaching out to these people again saying okay we don't really have a lab per se but we do have a very small facility and it turns out the people who make the canning machine that i love so much are right in san luis obispo no way right on prado road <laughs> about a mile from our place what and so i i, I call these people up and i'm like you guys are local yeah like yeah we're in san luis obispo on prado I'm like okay i can walk there <laughs> and so we walked over and we have this beautiful little high quality canning machine and so right behind the wall of our bar we're able to essentially mix up single kegs of cocktails that we make and put them through into these these tiny little cans that we sell to go um what, what we're drinking right now we're calling currently our field hound and it's kind of a joke on you know a greyhound but it's made with our lavender gin so it's kind of like a lost dog hanging out in a lavender field um, but it's it's really just uh, an expression of our lavender gin, a little bit of... And a Greyhound, for someone listening, it's a simple cocktail, what, gin and what, grapefruit juice, right? Gin, grapefruit juice. Some people put a little bit of lime in there, a little bit of sugar. Yeah. And and that's it. And yeah. So this one's been a fun one for us. It's about 10% alcohol, but it goes down like grapefruit juice. <laughs> are, are, we, are, the, are the canned cocktails taking off? People enjoying them? I think so, yeah. it's It's been really exciting to see, like, People taking us home, like we've been. Hey, 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 hey! I'm the yeah, only yeah. one taking you home. <laughs> knock oh. it off. Well, with the cans, we are saying it's like having the bar at home because we are legit making and crafting each one of these pretty much by hand, as the same craft cocktails you get at the bar. So yeah, yeah, and even like I don't know, I love these. It's even better. I mean, right? You're getting the, the same balance and high-end ingredients that you wouldn't find just at the regular store to make these at home. So I think this is even a step up. What do these go for, John? So right now, because we're only selling these two people over the bar and we can make such limited quantities, 
we're selling our canned cocktails on the the higher the higher alcohol cocktails. So basically, exactly what you would get at a bar. Yeah. Normally, for uh, I believe seven dollars for one or two for twelve, and we're limiting people to just taking two per person home. Um, and then we also are working on this line of really really low alcohol canned cocktails because I mean there's plenty of times out here you know we're going for a hike or something like that and we'd love to have a cocktail but we also don't want to be in that position where we're getting drunk too so we've got a couple that we've been working on that come in instead of an eight ounce can a 12 ounce can and they're all under three percent alcohol. oh cool so definitely like sessionable oh totally I mean it you'd you'd probably get hydrated before drunk right yeah um, <laughs> so so those were we're selling it a little bit of a lower uh, price point just because I think people find it kind of hard to swallow but no sure that makes sense and even so it's you know we're selling those at five for a can or two for nine and people are coming in they're just buying them they're taking them out or they can come in and drink them right there with you so we make every one of these cocktails from scratch behind the bar as well and so if someone wants to try one you know we make that cocktail for you as if you were ordering any cocktail at the bar and the same ingredients everything is exactly what we put into the cans before we can them and sell them when we come back, I want to talk about the spirits themselves, tasting them neat. We got rambling spirits up and at them in the morning. Also, they're going to be participating in the Mac and Cheese Fest. I'm so excited. We'll talk about what they plan to bring because these guys are a restaurant as well, especially when the new building gets all done up and developed and comes to fruition. They're going to have some great food. So we'll talk to them about that. When we continue, it's up and Adam in the morning. You're up and Adam in the morning. It is the Crush 92.5. Adam on Teal. I've really enjoyed meeting my friends from Rambling Spirits. They're a distillery in the Slow Public Market. We got Ariette Armella, also John Carpenter. Are we distilling everything right? Oh, yeah. It's all right here, huh? Yeah, so everything right now is being distilled through our tiny little 25-gallon still right behind the wall of our bar. Um that is to say, everything that we're making is right. coming from there. We also have a full line of other spirits from either friends or companies we admire. Um, but it's it's all being made right in-house. And right now we're really focusing on gins, although we hope to expand a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, I'm cooling down a little bit of our house gin that we call Rustic Gin. And uh, let's get into it. I love it. I can't wait. Um, Aria, tell me a little bit about how... You found, obviously, through John, maybe this industry. I mean, did you ever think that this would be an industry that you would be, you know, that you'd be going down this path? It's pretty exciting. Well, uh, back in Mexico, back in Mexico, I was a food photographer and journalist for over 10 years. So I have a, a big passion for food. And some Being point, a food journalist in Mexico City? That sounds like a dream job. Oh, it's got to be so painful. All the yeah. food. Oh, my goodness. All the different types <laughs> I, of food you had. Oh, it really gave me a, a skewed view of how amazing Mexico City is, which it already is really amazing. Yeah. But every time I would come visit, it'd be like, and if we get into every restaurant, they give us a special table. <laughs> like, crazy. I've been spending a lot of time in Mexico before, but people in Mexico City are so hospitable and everything's yeah. amazing. We were just west of you guys last fall. We went to Ziwa. Oh, nice! And uh, have you been to Ziwa Tenejo? Uh, not in a long time. Yeah, maybe one. Yeah. Did you ever? Was that like a place where maybe if you lived in Mexico City, you might, you might go west to the beach to vacation there? Or yeah, usually really? it's either Acapulco or Ziwa Tenejo. There are the closest yeah. beaches. So I feel like Ixtapa is like all tourism, but I feel like Ziwa was like I mean it was 
it was like a straight fishing village. I felt like, oh, like we're in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was cool. It was I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's crazy how you cross from Ixtapa to Cihuatanejo and yeah. everything changes. And <laughs> yeah, and it's like from slow to Morro Bay. It's like a matter of minutes, and it's like all these beautiful, like tall buildings. Everyone speaks English everywhere, but then Ziwa was just like, I don't know, it was way more legit. I we really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you had and thank God time. that um, Lady I Fancy speaks Spanish far better than I do. <laughs> so we were there, um, and just, you know, we could blend right in. It was great. So um, you come from Mexico, you're a food journalist, and then you're finally crossing into, like, you're you're on the dark side now. Now you're <laughs> making the spirits. Oh, it yeah. gets a little deeper than that. Yeah. She's being modest. This one also still manages all the communications and PR for the Mexican Craft Brewers Association. Oh, my so gosh. That's actually how we met. Uh, there was a conference down in Baja, and I was there to support the conference and meet with a bunch of my brewers. Well, I call them my brewers because we're yeah. like a big family. Yeah. Uh, and John was supporting a couple of breweries down there, and he started telling me all the things like the association could do, like based on what was successful in California and all that, and how he could help, and all these ideas. And at some point, I was like, I really like this guy. <laughs> That's such a cute story. I really like that. How long have you guys been married for? Three years. And w tell me about the, because uh, I got engaged last September. I love engagement stories. So is there a, a worthy engagement story to tell? Well... I can tell it from my side, but it's very different from his side because for me, he told me I have to go to work and I'll come like, why don't you get a little picnic basket after I'm done? Like we can go for a quick hike and I got all ready and I was expecting him like at 3 p.m. And I was like, just dangling my feet like a little child in the couch waiting for him, waiting for him. And he was like. It's going to be a little bit longer. It's going to be a little bit longer. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out people aren't used to making an engagement ring same day and then delivering it. <laughs> you waited till the same day? <laughs> well, no, I just decided I was going to ask her to marry me. The day so you I, got, oh, got it. So I went and I got a ring and then I went and asked her to go for a hike and we went for this lovely hike and watched the sunset in Malibu and, you know, then I asked her if she'd like to watch a million more with me. And then she started crying, and the dog. Oh, uh, cute story! I had done something horrible to her, and the dog was like, "You're horrible, John." A <laughs> <laughs> dog always takes her side. I know that far too well. Um, I'm from that neck of the woods. Where in Malibu? Where'd you go hike? Um, it's it's the hill right over the Malibu seafood. I can't remember the name. Okay, of it. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, there's a little parking lot, and you can just wander up there because I did take so long. We had planned to go for like a nice long hike, and I was like, well. Sun's about to set. We yeah, we got to go to this right now. Yeah, but, good for you. But it worked out okay. And then, um, you know, we uh, we got married. I think what about five weeks later, something like quick. that. It was really quick. It he was... doesn't waste any time, does he? Huh? <laughs> he knows no. what he's got. He's not going to get have a chance of getting rid of this. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the world shut down. Yeah, it was just COVID? before the pandemic, of so we course. got super lucky that. My family was able to join us because a lot of my family is still down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So we got super lucky that we didn't wait that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people were very confused. Like, I can't believe you guys got married so quickly. Was your family you okay with that? Yeah, like it was like, if this is what you want to do and you're happy, we're yeah, happy and cool. let's do it. One of my sisters actually was the one that married us. <laughs> what a cool story. We got Ariette and John from Rambling Spirits. You can find them in the Slow Public Market. 
Some really good stuff. We'll continue. We'll wrap up with them. Coming up next, you're home for Up and Adam in the morning. It's The Crush 92.5. We got John. We got Ariad here. Rambling Spirits is the name of the brand. DrinkRamblingSpirits.com for the latest. They got a tasting room at the Slow Public Market. They're building out a spot there on its own as well. Uh, which will include food, and you guys are going to be doing mac and cheese at the wow. mac and cheese fest. I'm so stoked! I love when new brands come on <laughs> this event. I don't know if you guys have ever been. This event is in, it's insane. It's so much fun. Avila Beach, you know, you're barefoot, you're walking the grass, you're drinking gourmet mac and cheese from a bunch of places. All kinds of drink. We're going to be drinking your cocktails and eating your mac. I'm curious, what are we going to do for the mac and cheese? Do we know yet? Well, we've got an idea, and, and I think right now we're just calling it confused lasagna. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's uh, we're we're trying to invert the idea of where the pasta goes and where the fillings go in a lasagna, and use essentially okay. a mac and cheese to be the fillings of our lasagna. Okay, so and I'm getting your spirits all over me because I got the double cup going oh, no. on, and I should have known why that yeah. was happening. So a lasagna, it's like noodle, cheese, noodle, cheese, you know, sauce in there. Yeah. But you're saying inverted, so you're going like cheese. Noodle cheese in a way, or oh yeah, we're we're right now, and this is just a dumb idea that I really like, and we've we've tried it out, and we're pretty happy with it. Is instead of flat pasta, we're melting cheese and crisping it up nice and flat, and putting ingredients in each layer that would be pasta. <gasps> that sounds cheese deadly. It's yeah. so good. And then in between will be a, a type of mac and cheese for what would normally be the fillings or the pasta sauce. Good stuff. Well, I can't wait to have you guys there uh, June 24th, and uh, we're going to get these guys back on for a Mac Monday coming up in May. Uh, it's been really awesome to meet John Carpenter uh, with Rambling Spirits, Ariette Armella. Am I saying that correct, darling? Perfect. I want to make you. sure I get your name correct. You guys are a great couple. Great fun meeting both of you. Can't wait to learn more about you and have you back in, guys. Well, we really appreciate being here. Yeah, thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam on heel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.